What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. And today's episode, there are some things that have come up recently that are more of a reminder than anything else. So this may sound redundant or repetitive, but it is so freaking important. And I'm I'm just going <laughs> to keep repeating this message as I'm reminded of. And, and actually, it was two things that, that came up. Number one was a client email that brought this to light. And number two was several DM messages that I received that were I was actually from from new listeners of the podcast, which is pretty cool. And I was like, oh, duh, this is uh, something that I take for granted that is very obvious and apparent, but it's not to some people. And I sometimes we forget like where we've come from, how far we've come and and the journey that that you know we've all had to endure and the path that we've all taken along the way. And, and it's easy to forget what that looked like. Because now we have all of this experience and we have different perspectives. Anyway, it's important. <laughs> so that, that's the bottom line. What I'm going to talk about on this episode is important. Everybody needs to hear it, whether you need to hear it as a reminder. And we often need to be reminded more than we need to be told. So it, it might be a reminder or it might not be a reminder. It might be something that you're like, looking for this answer. You're, you're searching for this and I'm going to deliver it. Before I do, as always, it is greatly appreciated if you can subscribe and follow. It's, it's surprising how many people, the, the ratio of downloads per week to subscribers, it, it's imbalanced, meaning there are way more people that simply Download episodes as they happen versus subscribing, where you just get notified of new episodes. You don't have to go through the process of like searching and downloading and doing, you know, all of those steps along the way. So it's it's a really a simple shortcut where you just subscribe and follow. And that also helps us to reach new people. And then if you can leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it would be greatly appreciated as we are closing in. On a thousand reviews, we're we're a little bit like we're eighty percent actually, we're eighty percent of the way there. So we're getting there. So if you uh, open the the podcast app on your phone and you type or you tap the search button and then you type in Mind Over Macros, you you tap on the thumbnail, you scroll all the way down until you see the ratings and reviews. If you leave a five star review, you're eligible to win a free supplement of your choice from one of our sponsors, Cured Nutrition. Organify or Legion Athletics. And you can pick any product that you want and we'll send it to you totally free. So all you have to do is leave that review and you're eligible to win. And, and the winners are announced every single Wednesday. Uh, so I think, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the the conversations. I can't I couldn't <laughs> decide which direction to begin. I'm gonna start with the conversations. Uh, there was a couple people who messaged me and they just stumbled upon the podcast and they started listening. And the biggest thing that these individuals said was that they had been struggling with losing and gaining, like constant dieting, 
constant, you know, 10 pounds off, 10 pounds on type of thing. And they felt like the podcast delivered the light bulb moment where there was like, it was like, oh my God, I can't believe that I've been falling into this cycle of thinking that I needed to be like really restrictive and, and strict and deprive myself. So it's like the classic example of, of what I went through for 10 years. And I think that's the part that sometimes I lose sight of as I'm like, yeah, it's so obvious you don't have to restrict yourself. It's so obvious you don't have to deprive yourself. You can, you can look how you want. You can feel how you want without restriction, without deprivation, without eliminating carbs, without fasting, without trying to be perfect all the time. Like, of course. And then it's, it's so easy to say that now. When if I just look back not that long ago, I was deeply in that cycle. I was deeply on the diet diet hamster wheel. I was the king of quick fixes. I was the king of fad diets. Anything that promised fast results, sign me up. Anything that was, oh, you just have to try harder and be more strict and be more diligent and white knuckle your way through it. Yeah, of course. Let's go. Let's do it. That was me for 10, the better part of a decade. Like, think about how many years it's so long. So it's easy for me to say now, like, how do you not know that? Well, it wasn't that long ago that I did not know that, and that I was in that same pattern. It's, it's the same thing that many of our clients come to us. Like it's, that's pretty much the, the most common, the most common client that we work with is somebody who has been dieting or at least wanting to change their body composition, to lose some body fat, to get a little bit leaner, to get stronger, whatever, some kind of body composition goal for a really long time and finding that either their body doesn't respond like it used to, or they're constantly trying to be perfect and then going into this like all or nothing cycle, or they're hitting like certain plateaus and doing everything right. So it's like the the type A where I'm going to try harder. I'm going to push harder. I'm going to work out more. I'm going to eat less. I'm going to really just try to drive manually as much as I possibly can to see if I can force my body to change the way that I want it to. Like Those are all the common things that we deal with with our clients, the most common, I should say. And as I was reminded that like the, the basic level of information that I like I always assume when I'm, when I'm doing, like when I'm creating content, when I'm writing, when I'm doing a podcast, I always assume that we all should know that you don't have to deprive yourself. You don't have to restrict yourself. I always assume that we should know that like carbs aren't bad. Fruits, not bad. Fasting's not magical. Like all this stuff that's perpetuated in the industry. Sometimes I take it for granted, like what we all should know because there's so much misinformation there's so much conflicting information and then i'm reminded of that but it 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 made me think of this uh study that was done at stanford and i can't remember there was a psychologist that did this like research um at stanford and it was oh god what was it called something like the rocky road from something hang on i'm going to try to google this real quick uh stanford study i just type in rocky road i'm hoping that that um Maybe it won't pop up. Yes, the rocky road from actions to in- intentions. God, I knew um, <laughs> uh, the rocky road from actions to intentions was the um, 
the study and it was by uh, Elizabeth Newton, if you want to look it up. And it was done in, it looks like the 90s. Anyway, the reason why I thought of that is because um, it was really fascinating. So she, um, this researcher at Stanford, and uh, she wanted to see like how how well, so basically here here was the study. She had a group of individuals and she like gave them a list of songs that were all like common, obvious, like everybody knows these songs, like Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star and like Happy Birthday and Mary Had a Little Lamb. and she was like, here's the assignment. You're going to pick one of these songs that you feel confident tapping. And we're going to have somebody guess how well, uh, or you're, we're going to have somebody guess the song that you're tapping. Um, so it was just tapping on a desk. And so the first question was, I right, picked the song. Okay. Um, now how, what's the likelihood that this person like, what are the odds do you, like do you think this person will guess the song that you're tapping and the person tapping said you know i think like you know 40 40 50% i don't remember the exact numbers here but it was somewhere around there and then they would tap the song and then she would ask them again okay now that you actually delivered the song what are the odds that this person can guess what you just tapped and they felt really confident, like 50, 60%. The actual answer, I think, was uh, 1.5% of the time. 1.5% of the time did they actually guess the song. Because to them, to the person listening, there was no context. It was just noise. It was just random taps that had no harmony. There was no lyrics. There was nothing. There was nothing to indicate that this was a song that they knew. The, the, the fascinating part of this was that the people who are doing the tapping, they're playing the whole song in their head. They've got the lyrics, they've got the beat, they've got the melody, they've got everything going on in their head. There's all of these accompaniments that they aren't able to communicate. It's just in their mind. So they think that they're communicating really well. But in fact, they're not, <laughs> even after the fact. So it's the rocky road from actions to intentions because it's like a lot of the times we think and we're like, I can't believe this person didn't understand what I was trying to say. I can't believe they didn't get it. Likely, there was all this stuff that was playing in your mind that they couldn't hear. And so the reason why it reminded me of that is because I think I, I, have fallen victim to that. I think I have been stuck in the rocky road where I say all these things and in my head, there's all of these, there's, there's the music, the melody, the beat, everything's playing in my head, but I don't think I'm doing that good of a job at actually stating explicitly the context of the fact, like you don't have to starve yourself. You don't have to deprive yourself. You don't have to restrict yourself. You can look and feel exactly how you want to look and feel without restriction, without deprivation. Now, does that mean it's a free-for-all? You can eat whatever you want and look how you want? Of course not. There has to be sacrifices that are made. If you are currently not where you want to be, then by definition, 
change has to happen. If you are not where you currently want to be, then by definition, change has to occur in some way. But that change does not have to involve never eating your favorite foods. It doesn't have to involve 1,200 calories. It doesn't have to involve skipping breakfast. It doesn't have to involve eliminating carbs. It doesn't have to involve eliminating alcohol. It doesn't have to involve doing a bunch of cardio. It doesn't have to involve working out six to seven days a week, or even five, or even four, if those are too much. It doesn't have to involve any of those things. Sacrifice, of course. Consistency, without a doubt. Restriction, deprivation, all this fad diet bullshit, no. Absolutely not. You can look and feel exactly how you want to look and feel without restricting or depriving yourself. And in fact, an easy way to check yourself is through the lens of your timeline. An easy way to check yourself is through the lens of your timeline. If you are thinking, let me just do this XYZ thing. Let me just cut out carbs this month. Let me just do this meal plan for six weeks. Let me just do this fasting protocol for a couple of weeks. Like whatever it is, check your timeline. If you're not thinking to yourself, how can I make this change last forever? That's a red flag. So immediately check yourself on your timeline. But I think just like the inherent belief of it doesn't need, like, I feel like the diet industry has done a masterful job of making people that think that they just have to suck it up and do it. You just have to suck it up and, you know, stop, stop putting shitty food in your mouth and stop overeating and just get to the gym and stop being lazy. Like the diet industry has done a masterful job of reinforcing that belief system that doesn't serve anyone. Because if you think about it, like why would that be helpful to the diet industry? Well, if people keep chasing the quick fix in the short timeline, they're always going to spend money on diets. Always. I think the average person, when you add up all the expenses around dieting, it ends up being over $120,000 on average across the lifetime of a dieter. That includes like supplements and gym memberships. Some of it positive, like gym memberships. Um, but a lot of it is just the fact that because diets continuously fail, then there's this, you know, like you have companies that brag about the fact that they get repeat business all the time. Oh, people can't sustain their results without us. They need us. We're so good. No, you're so bad. And like, it's funny because I'm about to tell a story about a client who just graduated. That's what we celebrate. Like we work as hard as we possibly can. And there's, and it's, um, I actually was listening to a podcast and uh, it was a relationship expert. And it was on the diary of a CEO. And I highly recommend if you uh, just, if you're interested in like attachment theory and you want to know, like, you know, improve relationship, health, self-awareness, like I don't, certain things like that just fascinate me. Any, any form of like psychology and why humans are the way that we are, I'm, I'm all in. And this woman is, um, she's also a psychologist and now she is like the head 
in like research and development, I think, for Hinge, which is a dating app. I've never, fortunately, <laughs> I've never had to go on Hinge um, and I've never been on Hinge. But when she interviewed for the job, she talked to the creator of Hinge and she's like, can we just like not bullshit each other? Like, your job is to keep people single so that they always need your app. And she's like, I know it's expensive to find new users. And if people find love and they find, you know, a relationship, a lasting relationship, and they no longer need the app, you're always going to have to spend more money on new users. And that's not good for business. So like, let's not kid each other. You're not, you're, you're not reaching out to me to, to improve the relationship dynamic on hinge. You're, you want me here to like help people stay single. Isn't that right? And he was like, absolutely not. He said the, the best thing for business is for people to find love through hinge to get rid of us and then to tell their friends about how they found their perfect partner on hinge. He's like, word of mouth is the best thing that we could possibly have for our business. So yeah, actually I'm, I want you here as a relationship expert to improve the experience and the process and to help people learn how to find love in this new form of dating. Because, you know, apps and online date, like it's not that old. That's never how we used to, to meet and, and get together. So we're in like, it's any quality coaching program should have the exact same mindset. The best thing for business, in my opinion, I mean, first of all, let's just talk about helping people and being a a good human. But then there's the part of it that's like the best possible thing for business because pop is a business. I'm running a business. I have to support my family. Of course, there's the business side of things. The best possible thing for business is that our clients achieve their goals don't need us so they can sustain their goals. And then they tell their friends and family about the only thing that worked for them. So now in those conversations, when it's like, yeah, I tried Noom, I tried Weight Watchers, I tried Optavia, I tried whatever. None of that shit worked. What worked? Pop. That's the objective. That's why. So yeah, we, we really care about helping people. So there's the human side of things and the business side of things. And it's nice when those two components can be married together. But um, the point, <laughs> the point is that the diet industry has not gone in that direction. The diet industry as a whole has kept people kind of like the theory of let's keep people single. So they always need to stay on the app. It's like some some agencies will do that. Some agencies will be like, I I only want to do enough work so that you see some results, but not enough work where you know how to do it on your own. And I want you to always need me. I don't get that whole that whole mindset. But I hey, the diet industry is is upwards of 80 billion. So clearly they're they're just going based off of the financials, based off of the economics. If we keep perpetuating this message. That, right, eat less, calorie deficit, don't eat carbs, don't eat breakfast, 
don't eat past 6 p.m. Don't eat sugar. Don't eat fruit. Everything's everything's bad. Fear everything. And then sign up for this quick fix diet. Sign up for this, you know, lose 30 pounds in four weeks, whatever. And around and around and around it goes. But bottom line is that you do not need to fall into that trap. You can feel how you want to feel. You can look how you want to look without restriction and without deprivation. All right. Let me get into this, uh, client story because I can, I can sit here and say this shit until I'm blue in the face, but it doesn't actually matter until you hear something. So this was a, uh, you hear a real example of what I'm saying. Uh, my, my story I've said a million times. Some people resonate with it. Some people are probably like, well, it's different because I don't know, you're, you're a guy and you're, Whatever. I don't know. There's probably all these built in, you know, again, (laughs) there's probably music playing in your head uh, that not anybody else can hear, but you've got these thoughts and these pre existing beliefs and these stories and narratives about your situation and why it's so different. So let's see if maybe this perspective uh, resonates with you. So I'm not going to say the client's name. Um, This is a client that just graduated from POP uh, after working with Coach Liz and um, sent. Liz, a really beautiful email. Uh, Liz forwarded it to me and said that um, she was in tears, and I can understand why. So I'm just going to read the email and then I'm going to break it down. Um, She said, Liz, it's taken me a while to fully appreciate how your influence, guidance, and unwavering support for my well being has given me my life back. When I came to you, I was desperate for answers. I was in year two of chronic underfueling that was resulting in both hypothyroidism and hyperthyroidism symptoms. I hadn't had a menstrual cycle in two years. My hair was falling out in clumps. I averaged maybe four hours of sleep per night. The thought of eating at a restaurant with my husband and stepkids paralyzed me with fear. Was I eating the right thing? Why did I feel so bad? I tried and failed to train for a half half Ironman with my husband. Naturally, I went to my doctor. My doctor continued to discount my concern, telling me my BMI was low, but take this medication and you'll be fine. I was defeated, but determined. I always had dedication, grit, and the mindset to succeed, but I was just on the wrong path. I started listening to Mike's podcast, and I knew that I had to try. During our first call, we connected as we both know the sting, shame, and helplessness of not feeling heard, seen, or understood about our own bodies. We started small. I went from obsessively counting calories to focusing on protein. We talked through rest days, starting small with a goal of one rest day per week. Then we progressed from there. I finally had enough fuel, knowledge, and assurance to train And I finished the half Ironman this year. It was my first triathlon ever. And I felt so strong and capable thanks to your unwavering support. The biggest lesson I learned from our time together was look at the non-scale wins. So here are my top five. Number one, my hairstylist asking me what I use to get my hair so shiny and thick from the last time she saw me. I get my hair cut maybe twice a year, LOL. Number two, having enough muscle to learn to swim complete the 1.2 mile swim 
And now I'm enrolled in a master swim class. Number three, enjoying the long bikes and runs with my husband and the quality time after. We established a Saturday morning date and after the long workout, went to went to almost every breakfast diner in a 50-mile radius. I could probably work for Yelp. Number four, walking my stepdaughter through the grocery aisle and when she asked me about healthy foods, we looked at nutrition labels together. We talked about protein, carbs, and fats objectively and I felt so proud. Number five, a work running friend said, I don't know how to say this, but you look so happy and healthy now. I was afraid you were sick and had cancer, but I didn't want to mention it. Keep up whatever you're doing. And with that, while I miss our weekly chats, I am fully equipped and committed to keep it up. I am forever grateful for your light. Below are some pictures. The first picture, I felt such shame and guilt. This is where my doctor says I was fine. Second picture was halfway through our time. July fun run at the country music festival, loving my summer and new life. The third picture, I completed my goal. The fourth picture, cold local 5K and feeling beyond grateful for the life that I have. And the pictures um, are from some of her races and some pictures with her husband and um, incredible, incredible progress. And the fact is, she now has that for the rest of her life. And what I think often gets overlooked as I'm sitting here with chills after reading that, what I think gets often overlooked is the carryover effect when it comes to the relationship with her stepkids, the relationship with her husband, the fact that while she, you know, the, the before pop mindset of being paralyzed by fear, as she says, when, when she was at a restaurant, being at a restaurant with her husband and her stepkids and all can, all she can think about is fear. Am I eating the right things? Why do I feel so bad? Like that is taking you away from the present. It's taking you away from the people. It's taking you away from relationships that are important to you and then transitioning that into valuing and looking forward to those Saturday morning dates with their husband, being able to do those races together and those bike rides together and those runs together, being able to walk through the grocery aisle with her stepdaughter and, and talk objectively about food and leading by example. And now my chills are back even stronger. Like I think those are the parts that we tend to push aside as if it's not real because it's it's hard. It's hard to look in the mirror and to really accept that those things are happening in your life. It's it's so much easier just to push the beach ball underwater and hold it down and not let it come up for air. But you don't have to. It's a choice. You don't have to. You know, this is somebody who is experiencing symptoms in both hypo and hyper thyroidism. This is somebody who didn't have a menstrual cycle for two years. This is somebody whose hair was falling out. Guilt and shame around food, fear of being social, sleeping four hours a night. And just through this time, right? One decision, 
just like that, one decision, just from listening to the podcast, one decision, and her life is completely different. I want to take a brief pause in this conversation to tell you all about Organifi. Now, of course, already you should be trying their green juice and their gold juice. If you haven't started with the Organifi green juice and gold juice, you're, you are missing out on some momentum. I'm telling you, you're missing out on some momentum. Take the next 30 days. Start your morning with Organifi green juice. First thing in the morning, just do this for the next 30 days. Organifi green juice to start your morning. And I, I prefer the crisp apple flavor. And then end your day with the gold juice, chocolate flavor. Do that for 30 days and tell me if you don't have more momentum. I guarantee. And when I say momentum, I mean you will be making more decisions that better serve the future version of yourself simply by bookending your day with green and gold. Now, now that we got that out of the way, and of course you should know, 20% off by being a Mind Over Macros listener, if you go to Organifi.com slash popfam and use code popfam at checkout. Now, there's two things that I've been doing very regularly, like every single day. Number one, I've been using the Organifi collagen to take a scoop and put it in my coffee every morning. So after I have my green juice, go over to my freshly brewed pot of coffee and I pour about half a cup. And then I put some whey, a little bit of whey protein and a scoop of collagen and I, I froth it up. I zhuzh it up and then I top it off with some more coffee. It's delicious and it's good for me. Number one, it's going to actually reduce cortisol because there's the whey protein in there. Number two, it's going to support my hair, nails, joints because of the collagen. So that's the other thing that you can do with uh, Organifi is grab their collagen. And then the last thing is the new Shilajit gummies. And that is a pre-workout thing for me, but I also take it every single day um, because I enjoy the improvement in energy and focus. I also know that it's good for my gut health. And so it's one of those things where um, I take them every day. My stepson takes them every day. And I just had to place another order because we are plowing through them. And it's one of those adaptogens that not many people have heard of. And I think that's probably going to change very soon. So that would be my recommendation to you is get the Shilajit gummies. If you need a little help with energy, focus, gut health, mood, adaptogens are amazing. This one's amazing. Collagen. If you want to improve your hair, your nails, skin health, joint health, and then the green juice and the gold juice, the green crisp apple, the gold chocolate, and you get 20% off all Organifi products by going to Organifi.com slash popfam. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash P-O-P-F-A-M and use code popfam at checkout. Now let's get back to the episode. All of those symptoms gone, feeling strong, feeling confident, capable, healthy, fit, better relationships from one little decision. That is the difference. And what I'm talking about here, that is the difference from believing 
that you have to restrict, believing that you have to eat as little as possible, believing that you have to work out as much as possible, believing that you can't take rest days, believing that you have to do hours of cardio every single day, believing that you have to reduce carbs as little as possible. Like all of these false beliefs. And all it takes is one person to show you that it's possible. And then you can make the decision for yourself. And one small decision, it's life-changing. It's truly life-changing forever. She never has to go back to that place. She never has to go back to that place, ever. Like, think about what that means. A lot of times we don't realize the trade-off. Everything in life, every decision comes with a trade-off, right? It's just logic. If I spend $50 today on dinner, let's say, that's $50 that I have. It's a trade-off, right? That $50 cannot be spent anywhere else. Once I decide I'm spending that on dinner, right? The time that I'm spending on this podcast, that's time that is not being spent anywhere else. There's a trade-off. So to me, the time right now that I'm recording, this is the most important thing to me right now. This is where I'm spending that time. It's a trade-off though. I could be doing anything else, right? Every single thing, attention, energy, right? Where you place your attention, where you place your energy, always, always, always is a trade-off. And we never think about that. We always assume, I don't have the time. Have you ever said that to yourself? I don't have the time to eat healthy. I don't have the time to work out. I don't have the time to meal prep. I don't have the time to X, Y, Z thing. You do though. It's just a trade-off. And now I'm not going to sit here and, and like a lot of, a lot of fitness influencers will be like, well, it's just not a priority for you. You just don't care about your health. I don't believe that's true. I believe that everybody cares about their health, even when, and especially when they're unhealthy, even when, and especially when their actions don't align with what we would think of in, in terms of a healthy individual. It's just the trait. They're not recognizing or aware or willing to assess the trade-off. You can find 90 minutes a week, right? 30 minutes for a workout, three days a week. 90 minutes. I'm very good at math. 90 minutes you can find. It's just the trade-off. What do you want to take from? And that's always the question. If you ever catch yourself saying, I can't afford coaching, unless you are an individual who truly has zero money coming in and zero money going out. If you have zero expenses and you have zero income, then you're the exception to this. Everybody else, it's a trade-off. Now, you might be saying like, well, all the money going out is paying my mortgage and putting food on the table and maybe like paying for me to get to and from work. And that's it. There's nothing else left over. Great. You should absolutely not be investing in coaching. But I'll say for 99.9% of people, 
that are listening that are considering coaching, it is 100% of the time about a trade off. Are you willing to find the 90, whatever, like call it $90 a week that you might need for coaching? Like, are you willing to sit down and say, okay, I spent $100 on DoorDash this week. So I just found $90 there with some leftover. Um, I spent X amount on shopping. I spent X amount on, you know, coffee. I spent X amount on whatever. Are you willing to find it? Most people are not. Most people are not because it's easier. It's easier to just throw your hands up and say, there's nothing I can do. I don't have the time. I can't afford it. There's nothing I can do. That's the easier path. Less effort, but also more pain long-term, more frustration long-term, more stress long-term. It takes a very special individual to be able to think in the delayed gratification lens. Most people think instant gratification. Well, this is the easier way now, which makes things way harder down the road. Very few want to take the hard path of like, you know what? It is a trade-off. My time is a trade-off. My attention is a trade-off. My money is a trade-off. Let me find where I want to stop allocating those resources, right? How can I recapture resources that already exist? Like I always say it when somebody tells me I don't have the time to eat healthy. I was like, okay. I'm always like, are you eating food? Well, yeah. Okay. How much more time does it take for you to just swap the food that you're already consuming? It's the time is already being spent. It's just a trade off. That's it. The money is already being spent. It is 100% a trade off. If you can accept that truth, you set yourself free. You literally set yourself free. If you can accept that truth, you set yourself free because then you have the ability to get everything that you want, look the way that you want, feel the way that you want. No more restriction, no more deprivation, no more misinformation, no more losing and gaining, no more diet hamster wheel, no more guilt around food, no more, no more fear of going to a restaurant with your family. Freedom, confidence, freedom. Strength. You just have to accept some things that are hard to accept, which is why it's not easy. Most people don't do it. Most people don't do it. But you don't have to be like most people. You can be like our client who just said, I, I was determined. She said that was it. Like, even though I was defeated. She said, I've, I've always had the dedication and the grit. I've always had the determination to succeed. I was just on the wrong path. And after she started listening to the podcast, she said, I just knew that I had to try. Right? Because you know what not trying, not trying is a certain outcome. Not trying is a certain outcome. Not doing things differently is a certain outcome. Not trading out the current resources that you're spending for different, right? Not trading it out for different. 
you know, that's certain. We know how that plays out. We know exactly how that plays out. Very certain. So if you're that type of person, like our client, I should say former client, I guess, since she just graduated, then the answer is easy. The answer is simple. Anyway, I hope this makes sense. I hope this is at least helpful. And again, I apologize for not uh, kind of providing that base level understanding because of my rocky road from action to intention. I have the song playing in my head, but sometimes I don't communicate the song. The song playing in my head is, you do not need to restrict yourself in order to look the way that you want and to feel the way that you want. In fact, by restricting yourself, you are almost guaranteeing, you are guaranteeing that you won't feel the way that you want and that you won't look the way that you want. That's the song that we all need to know. Hope this was helpful. Hit me up if you have questions and I'll talk to you very soon.